Hello, hello, and welcome back to Down the Yellow Brick Pod and a happy holiday season. If you are looking to treat the Oz fan in your life or your own inner child, venture on over to our Etsy swag shop at etsy.com slash shop slash down the YBP, where we just dropped our new wintry designs, including a feminists and pets of Oz line, along with an Ozaturgy dictionary definition design for all folks like us who wish this was their major in college. Consider shopping small and supporting independent artists in your purchases this holiday season. It matters immensely. Also, it's not too late to enter our end of the season giveaway. Entries are open until Sunday, December 19th. Enter by submitting an Apple podcast rate and review for one entry or joining our Patreon pod squad for 10 entries at any tier. Bonus entries may be earned by followers of the IG. Keep an eye out. Giveaway includes Oz collectibles and new trinkets and treasures repping our season of musical adaptations and treasures by fellow independent artists. We hope the winner is you. Hello, friend. You are listening to Down the Yellow Brick Pod, an all things Wizard of Oz podcast that will take you over the rainbow and down a yellow brick rabbit hole as we pull back the curtain on American culture's most visited fairyland. We are your hosts, Tara and MK, the royal revisionists of Oz and roommates in Queens, New York, here to preserve the rustic emeralds of yesteryear and reimagine an Oz for today and future generations. This season, we will be deep diving with the melodies of the many musical adaptations of L. Frank Baum's original Oz book, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, taking up residency in the 1939 classic MGM film, as well as the 70s super soul hit, The Wiz. Visit our Insta at Down the Yellow Brick Pod for an accompanying scrapbook and fave space to connect, as well as our Patreon community where we continue the escapism and entertainment with Tiny Oz concerts, acoustic coffee shop covers and mashups, not sponsored by NPR, and other good witchy perks for each Patreon tier. Our Patreons are truly our MVPs. Consider joining our Oz fam today, it would truly make our day. May the world of Oz continue to be a bewitching escape in bewildering years, nostalgic and nuanced, and a magical refuge where two gals and queens can cross yellow brick roads with wonders like you. End of act one, end of act one, end of act one, this is the end! 
are we doing here, MK? Is this Phantom or is it <sighs> something else? What's happening, Tara? Where um, are we? What's going on? We Tell have landed in Lord. Is it Lord Andrew? I believe or he's or Sir. I believe he's Sir. They called him Lord a lot on the reality I, I TV know, show. I'm like, really confused. Why? Perhaps both. We're here. We're in Andrew Lloyd Webber's <laughs> wild adaptation of Wizard of Oz, and mm-hmm. I don't even know how to begin this. I know. I I'm think, feeling so many mixed emotions. I think you began it well. He's the Lord Lloyd Webber. The Lord. The Right Honorable the Lord Lloyd Webber. As he was called on the reality TV show, Lord. he was called the Wizard of the West End. Lord. The Wizard of the West End. Okay. He's also a DJ now here in New York (laughs) with the opening of Phantom. Dear God. Okay. So (laughs) here's where I'm going to start us. Tell us. Okay. Help us. I feel like we have entered a bizarre portal into the world of Oz that feels like Hallmark Christmas movies colliding with, like, the trashiest of trash TVs. Because... Let's just say it right now. Just say it at the top. Let's say it right now. Yeah. This this version of The Wizard of Oz only exists because of reality TV on the BBC. It's true. It's the only reason it's here. This is true. And I think that needs to be stated at the beginning. At the top. Because let's talk about reality TV for a minute. Let's reality TV is... <laughs> um. It's for money. It's for like oh god, it's so, like yeah. it, I can't even though with like the like wave of emotions they try to like throw you on. It's manipulative. It's manipulative. Oh, as completely. we will get into. Yeah, so and like the format. And you've even had an experience with reality TV. I have. I have some thoughts about this that yeah, we will get into. Because M was and involved I'm, with the Glee Project. I'm very for like one hot second, and I have some hot takes. Amazing. I really would love and this to was hear the time. Your thoughts. When was the Glee Project? 2011. Yeah, this was right around this time because this is all 2010 is the beginning of mm-hmm. all of this. So, mm-hmm. and this was also like we're in. We have to bring ourselves now to 2010 time, mm-hmm. Glee era. Glee. That's, like, huge right now. And that's, that's we're in, like, a really weird commercial musical theater phase. And I think, like, this More is... More, like, mainstream. We're trying to be, you know... We're trying to be the popular thing. At the thing. height of, like, we're American Idol to, fame. And we're also now trying to compete with ratings of The Bachelor on television. Like, things <laughs> like that. So which true. It's just so... Okay, so, so we just so have true. to, like, presence that. That this would not exist, which made me also realize there's so many actresses specifically more than actors mm-hmm. i guess or female identifying actors who are here because of these reality tv yes, shows like yes. i was like laura osnes laura is osnes. here because of andrew laid weber coming up with this random yes idea that's what we know of start her. these because we'll get into the history of how this all started because it did not start with over the rainbow mm-hmm. it's actually the last one that they Wild. did yep so we'll talk about all the different versions mm-hmm. of reality tv shows <laughs> That Andrew Lloyd Webber did, but um, what oh is your favorite gosh. Andrew Lloyd Webber? Okay, what is your oh, like? No. Oh dear. What is your thoughts on Andrew Lloyd Webber? And he can take it. We have to remember oh, he's, he's fine. fine. He's fine. He's seventy three now. He's, he's fine. He's well uh, established in our musical theater. Oh canon. yeah. Okay. Would you? Like, okay, hold on. Did you ever? Did you like gravitate towards his music? Was it ever in your rap? Tell me also, like, your, yeah, like, tell me your personal actor relationship and also, like, your personal feelings and then your favorite, Andrew Lloyd. Okay, so, uh, my origin story of musical theater 
Oh, mine is too. Rape oh, you back. I hate that you just said that because now I have to talk about mine because it's, it's him. The Phantom of the Opera. Ugh. So my <laughs> parents went and saw the like Phantom a good of the child Opera. of the eighties, nineties, nineties, early nineties. My parents went and saw the tour in San Francisco. I believe at the Orpheum Theater. They came back. They didn't go with me. I think I was too young. They just went. They came back and they bought me the cast recording, which wasn't the full cast recording. Oh, yeah, that was, it was when like, selections were huge. Yeah, selections. <laughs> so I don't even know if I've ever even heard. I've, I've only seen the show once on tour in Sacramento. Phantom I saw when I was 13. I don't remember it. So I there's that. <laughs> ride because let me tell you, it was this and Britney Spears. Like, this is Phantom? my... I... Hell was I know? Hey, this is Brittany. I'm, I'm This fine is with. a safe space because so I was obsessed. I listened to it. I cannot tell you. I think it's that, broken the, now. The musical selections. The musical selections. I wanted to. My dream role still today: Jean Valjean and Phantom. I want to play these iconic roles. I'm obsessed. Made by like I don't want to be white male vibrato. I know. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why. I love these epic 80s musicals. I love them so much. I think the music is so much fun. I love Phantom. Okay? Hot take. You can love Phantom. And when I went to college. What are they called? Phantom? What are the Phantom fans called? They have a fun name. Do they? It's like Phantomites or something like that. Phantomites? I I, oh I'm making gosh. it up. Hold on. I hope so. Why is it not coming up? Are you a true Phantom of the Opera fan quiz? No, I don't Are you a that. true fan? Oh, it's I like think that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm go for that you're a fan p-h-a-n okay so i'm a fan p-h-a-n but when <laughs> like i went fish. to college <laughs> I know, when i went to college everyone made fun of me because i found out that in the broader musical theater world if you're like a real they're like are you listening to new brain literally, you should be listening to floyd collins literally okay. <laughs> like that was the stereotype was like if you really like phantom of the opera you are not a real musical theater fan and i was like oh <gasps> Excuse me? You're like, Phantom's going to pay my bills, okay? Yeah! Come on, I want to be the Phantom. So that is my introduction to Lord Weber. Okay. I'm a big Jesus Christ Superstar fan. What do you sing from his rep? Um, The music of the night. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think I sing anything, honestly. Um, I've never I've never had um, I Don't Know How to Love Him in my book. Do you know the Jesus Christ Superstar is going through it right now? They're going through it? What's I, happening? Um, what do you mean? One of their actors was at the insurrection at the White House. Wait, of the tour? Of the tour. We're at what? Was at the Yeah, was like <gasps> one of the rioters. What? Mm-hmm. And they, I think got let go. I was going to say. Yeah. I just saw got, on Actors' think, Equity that they are hired. <laughs> I think... Um, <laughs> so. I don't know all the full details, listeners, okay. but okay. this is like a little tea in the Broadway oh community. My there was a Broadway actor, I won't say his name on here because I don't know it. Right. Um, who was. <laughs> I don't know. If mostly, I knew it, I would say it. If I knew it, I'd say it. But mostly because I don't know it. I really haven't been following it. But he was at, he was at the Capitol on January 6th last year and um, broke in, you know, was a part of all the people that were like sending out like arrests, warrants, and stuff on. So I don't know what's actually going on with him. Like if he's like. Arrested, okay, that's wild. If he has, like, I don't know what's happening. That but is wild. He is not on that tour anymore. Bye bye. Well, please hire me. I want to be. That's like a dream show of mine, Jesus Christ Superstar. Because I oh, also yeah. saw the. Tour I love of ladies that. singing. I also love hearing women yes. sing. I think he was also playing Judas. Fuck. So he was. At, <laughs> so he was a real Judas of the world. <laughs> I'm. I am intrigued. So everyone, look up the story. Oh, no, now we can go look him up. 
And that's that's very awkward and terrible. That's terrible. It's fu- it's like all joking aside. That's not okay. Oh yeah. Can, um, can you imagine like learning someone in your cast? Was yeah, I'd that? be like, excuse me, I feel was very unsafe. So yikes. Um, in an audition recently, I had to film. I sang Caiaphas's. Caiaphas. I know nothing. I sang. They were like doing some gender I bending situations. Don't know how to love him. That's all I got. That song to me is a little And what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? If I was in it, I would want to be like ensemble. I don't want to be, you know. I love the NBC Live. Into it. John Legend. Okay, John Legend. Sarah B. I'm here for it. I am a big fan of that show. Michael? Yeah. Michael Kilgore? Michael Kilgore. Was in it? In in Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I'm pretty sure that was him. What? How have I? I actually never saw the whole thing. He had all the high solos. What? What am I? He had all the high solos. I'm missing out on his and vocals. And I also thought he was a standout because I was like, oh, clear Broadway, uh, like, you know. Yeah, like an actor. Polished Broadway yeah. talent. I am obsessed with him. Oh, it was so fun, that concert. It was like a bop. Yeah, that's a good one. They I did mean, a great job. the music is so fun. I, but to answer your question, I don't have anything. Like, I've never really sung anything from this. Even for concerts, like Evita, Cats, No... School of Rock, no. Honestly, I'm just a fan. A P-H-A-N from afar. <laughs> so Phantom's your fave? Phantom is my fave, followed okay. by Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. And I saw School of Rock like three times. <laughs> well, School of Rock is not bad. I like some of that music. I had a good time. If only you would listen. Did you know that his Wikipedia says conservative? He, his political party is conservative yeah, he's, I think- until 2021. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what late. that means. We're a little late. It's like, different. British. I think it's different there, but yeah. he did not like how, like, I guess the government was um, handling the arts workers during. Cool. I remember that. During um, remember COVID. That. Yeah. Over across the seas. But um, mm-hmm. it kind of shows how conservative he is <laughs> in the reality shows. TV show. How, the words he says Ooh. to these people, like, yeah. he is the one and only power who will decide your fate. I am and the man And that's charge. where I'll get off on, because Ooh. I don't like that. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. so not okay. No. I think it just, like... Too much power. It also just, like, perpetuates a story of there being a wizard yes. who decides things for people. Your and fate. if we let that happen, it will happen. Right. But if we... Like, but you if know, we rebel against it. If we c- can show theatrical collaborative environments over competitive. Yeah. Like, these girls were pinned up against each other. And they were, like, seven. I know, and they were kind to each other. And they were trying to make them all they feel so crazy well, towards each other. Well, let me... We'll Should we get, get into yeah, 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 yeah. Let's hold that. Let's hold, let's hold it But off. that is a part of this, is... People love to ha, see ha, that ha. stuff. That's we The Bachelor. Are, we're a little doll that we're... <laughs> we're finagling. Yeah, you're marionettes. Okay, tell us about your Android okay. Weber history. I'll, quick, I'll quickly do this because we have so much to cover. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, man. This is going to be a whole story. Okay, so I, my, like, musical theater as a child was a few things. Wizard oh, of Oz being one. Of Peter course. Pan being another. Of course. And Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat being the other. And mm-hmm. the main reason I became obsessed with Joseph is because Kelly Rathke. Kelly Rathke who would play Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz at Paper Mill Playhouse that my family had a connection to that I got to meet backstage, took the narrator role on um, in, I think, like, shortly after, like, 93, I want to say, like, 1993, um, in the last revival that has ever happened of Joseph in a major way in America, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Patrick, third roommate husband, said to me, like, is that coming back soon? I was like, Joseph? <laughs> is that coming back? 
Rex? Was, Where did he get that idea? I was just like, he's like, I could see it coming back. I was oh. like, I don't actually think it would do well at all I, now. I don't know if people I, I don't know. It. Joseph is, I've done it a couple of times. Okay, so number Give one. Give me that mega mix. I was obsessed with Joseph as a kid. Uh, obsessed with singing the narrator with Kelly course, on my little cassette. Belt it out. Obsessed, obsessed. It was my first musical I ever did. Community uh-huh. theater. I told everyone I was on Broadway because I thought I was on Broadway because so I didn't know the difference. Yeah. I didn't know that theater anywhere. Broadway. I've talked about this before. I didn't know that theater anywhere was not considered Broadway. So I would tell <laughs> my fourth grade Let's just call it teacher that I was going to my Broadway show. And she was very confused. You're like, yeah, I'm Leah Michelle. How is she going to her Broadway show? Like, curtain is like kind of soon. Um, so there's that. Hilarious. And then I did it in high school so and I played the um oh no Nazi that that brother <laughs> iconic turn Love and it. it's kind of scarred me for life so I went on for that brother I wasn't supposed to play that brother it was my dear dear friend Brett who was my man of honor in my wedding um and yep. this he put me through a trauma so he was sick <laughs> couldn't do the role and I went on from the day of and I messed up lyrics and it traumatized me I'm not even kidding Aww. like it's one of those moments where I was yeah. like I can never sing again on I stage know. yes Been there. um like it just was awful oh no i saw i saw red she saw red. i remember Ladies it i just kept singing like i saw the yellow birds yellow birds i just kept singing like the yellow, same lyric. yellow 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 and i was mortified <laughs> then the next two times were perfect and fine but you know i was what? so we have to go through those experiences i was it really scarred me i used to oh. go after that i used to like go over my solos right before a million yes. times a million times a million times so it, there's that uh, thank you andrew <laughs> um and then yeah, so then I did a Joseph one more time in Summerstock and Joseph one more time. I mean, hit me Joseph. One I was more a wife time. and it was super fun. <laughs> and like the audience goes mad for this for this stuff. So, oh, yeah, people love it. I think the only song I've ever sung of his like in as an adult professional is Tell Me on a Sunday. Mm. I sang that for some cabaret that I was a part of, which is actually a pretty song, but like I also don't need it. It's like that, I don't know, the yeah. ni- the nineties like sad women ballads. I know. It's just <sighs> it's a little like, okay, we get it. It's like, do you want me to hand you a Kleenex like right now? <laughs> right now, here it is. I don't know. Like it's fine. And then <laughs> and then my favorite though, always and forever, Tell us. Bless the Madonna movie is Evita. Love it. And then I saw Give the Encore's production in 2019. Ooh. Oh, God. Soleil Pfeiffer. With Soleil oh, Pfeiffer. And Jason Gote. Yes. Mount Manhattan grad. Yes. It was fire. It was so she well done. She is perfect for that role. It was so well done. I mean, that music is my favorite Andrew Lloyd Webber score. Everything it's else, fantastic. I honestly, I, I just find it, like, funny. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't, like, take anything he does seriously. Oh. Because it's too serious. It's, you know? It's really taking itself seriously. But for some reason... I will stand by Jesus Christ Superstar as should the top we, should of we mine. Walk through his career a little bit just to t- discuss. How? Sh- okay. Discuss sure. him. Well, he has an e- egot, I believe. Yeah, he's an egot. He's, he's one, one of, of the sixteen, I think. I mean, we've mentioned many: Joseph, nineteen sixty-eight; Jesus Christ Superstar, nineteen seventy; Avita, nineteen seventy-six; Cats, Tim Rice; Cats, his, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, his, cuts, cuts, cuts. <laughs> Tim Rice, yes. Yes, iconic collaborator, collaborator who would be the lyricist on this Wizard of Oz. Who would also come yes. back here. Starlight Express, I've never seen, 1984. I think there was an ice show of that. Stop. There was. How do we watch it? Uh, Phantom of the Opera, 86. Sunset Boulevard. Boulevard? <laughs> Sunset Boulevard, which I saw actually with Glenn Close. That's another good one. I do, yeah, I sure. do love some music from that. 1993. 
And then School of Rock, he came back yeah. 2015. If you look at his Wikipedia, it's like oh, it 80s, on and on and on and 90s yeah. are huge. Yeah. And then everything else is like a little bit smaller, but oh, he's super active. He's still, I mean, he was back for that Cats movie a few years ago where he and Tay-Tay Swift wrote a song together. Like, he's still around. The Bridgerton girls just met with him. Stop. Yeah, they just met with him. I mean, he, as we mentioned, he was outside of the Majestic. Um, and he was DJing for the reopen. Right. <laughs> reopening. Right. Um, he, it, he was knighted. He received knighthood. This is the most, like, broad history of Android. I know, ever. but these are just, just so we can get to the points. show. Bullet points. I mean, even on his Wikipedia, the New York Times refers to him in 2001 as the most commercially successful composer in history. He's apparently the fifth most powerful person in British culture in 2008. Like, okay. <laughs> is Charlotte Church number one? I hope, I so. hope so. I also was obsessed with her. Like, I had a weird fascination. With I was obsessed with her as a kid because she's one of singers. our she's one of our judges on the reality she's TV one of the show. Judges. Oh, he has accusations of plagiarism. I read we about that a little bit. Yeah, this. there's. I read about that a little bit. Settled in court. <laughs> Settled in court. He was married to Sarah Brightman, who was the original. I found Christine. a little. I found a little plagiarism in the Wizard of Oz. What? A little stolen. I have really? it queued up. Oh, can't don't wait. Or, don't worry. Can't it's wait. a little subtle, but I literally went, My, I'm pretty good at this. I can, like, hear other things pretty well that's good. in other mm-hmm. in other musicals. That's, I heard something in this. important. But also I heard Music of the Night several times in this. I'm sure. Oh, there's so this many where I'm like, this could be Phantom. He, he probably had same, some recycled like, same, stuff. Yeah, like, same. He's like, oh, I never used this. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... If you don't know him, no one no one who's listening doesn't know him. <laughs> I know, I, I, I know. Bet, you know, he's one of those those guys. Do you think he'll ever write, like, do you think he'll be back to Broadway in his lifetime? He has the Cinderella musical that just opened on the West End. I think he's trying to say, like, I'm here, bitches. I'm here. What do you think is his most lasting song? Memory. Agreed. Agreed. How could you go wrong? Memory's great. That is, to me... When you think of musical theater, that's probably, like, for the general public, one of the top, like, three songs that someone would name. Remember when he was married to Sarah Brightman? Sarah Brightman. Oh, my God. Yeah. He also has been married quite a few times. Pretty wild. Yeah. Oh, there's just so much I want to say about him. (laughs) But it is just, like, I feel like he's been given the fate of a lot of female actresses. Yes. Yeah. They're in his hands. Like, like, yeah, like, grooming but it's not a in a creepy, little... not creepy grooming. Right. But like, there's like a little bit of this, like, if Andrew likes you, yeah. you will do well. Right. If Andrew says this. I know. Well, he's the uh, Lord. I just think giving <laughs> someone that much power. It's a But lot of power. to be fair, how this reality TV show would work, as let's transition to that let's now. Let's go over to Over okay. the Rainbow. <laughs> over the Rainbow. Um, how the reality TV show, I'm from what I gather, worked. Yeah. Was the public vote it, but Andrew would get voted. to save someone yes. at the end. So there would be a bottom two. Had, like, so he had like final, say. yeah, he had final say. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. I tried my hardest to understand the history. The of history these shows. Yes. So again, a brief history, but here we go. This all started in 2006. Okay. When Andrew Lloyd Webber wanted to stage a revival overseas and on the West End of. The Sound of Music, with a reality TV search for the star, taking an unknown human mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of catapulting them to West End stardom uh-huh. through the reality TV show process. Okay. American Idol meets, yeah, like, it's like American Idol meets 
Big Brother because they're like living together right, too. Right, right. But they don't right, really right. get too much into that. It's mostly the performances. The they performance. do stick to that, which yeah. I appreciate. They don't really get into like here's their house where they're living. But guess who did that? Who we did when we did Legally Blonde? They got so I was gonna say they when, got into when that. Was Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde was a couple years later. So Legally Blonde would wow. happen, I think, like. 2008. 2008. So yeah, this is a couple years oh later. Oh my gosh. But yeah, we got wow. a little bit more into casting like villains in the season and like all right. of that. Like they did more of the stereotypical bachelor formula of mm-hmm. like making certain girls be certain things. Yeah. Also, we kind of did that with the Grease show, which we'll get into in a second. Like they named the Sandys like Laura Osnes, who <laughs> one was small town Sandy. Right. They had little nicknames that are like, this is yeah. what you are. Okay. So. How do you solve a problem like Maria, question Uh mark, (laughs) would launch this whole thing off. Um, And I was even looking at the girl who won, like what her life has been like since. She Mm. has an album that I was listening to a little bit of. Yes, her name was Connie Fisher. So she, yeah, she took, she took that role on and believe she works steadily on the West End now. That's awesome. Just a little taste of her, my favorite things. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. She did have a lot of vocal issues from what I was reading. There's a yeah. yeah. She got diagnosed with a vocal issue. These are a few of my Just you know, because we're in our um, holiday PJs, that just felt right. <laughs> that Since feels right for whatever oh, reason. My favorite that. things is now a holiday it's song. It's now a Christmas <laughs> song. I don't know why. I think I, it's always the brown paper packages tied Brown up paper and and, and just snow. Yeah, anything like any any snow. mention of like, frost, like yes. frosty anything, Holidays. like you've got it. Okay, so that started everything off, and then wow. this became like an annual thing. Okay, I literally wrote like I was like, oh my god, Laura Osnes is here, yeah, because of that Andrew is, Lloyd Webber doing wild. this idea. So oh America would see this. How do you solve a problem like Maria and be like, we're like excellent? We're let's do this that. for let's do this with Greece. You're the yep. one that I want. Yep. Which was coming from the Dancing with the Stars producers, but borrowing oh, this Andrew Lloyd Webber that feels model. Right. That feels right. Okay, so that is pretty crazy. Here's something that I need us all to listen to. Oh my gosh. I did not know Kate Rockwell. Kate Rockwell was a contestant. There's a lot, like um, Ashley Spencer. Ashley Spencer is there. She was There's runner up, right? I she think took she over. Was. Yeah, I think, think she, she was took in over. The show, yeah. But Kate Rockwell, in case you are unfamiliar, she was yes. in the original cast of Mean Girls on Broadway. She's got a crazy she's been a, Broadway oh, she's career. Been in a lot. She's been in a lot. I would say she's kind of like. Um, I would say she's like a Sex in the City musical character. She is. Like she feels like she could be any of those she Sex in the City be girls. Any of them. And she that's the kind of musical she's, she's been doing. Fierce. And she's also in the Oz project. Yeah. As Dorothy. Yeah, she's Dorothy. She's featured in that. Oh my so gosh, nice there we go. cute little connection there. So she was a contestant. She did a show called Back to My Roots at the City Winery. Ooh. I believe. Um, Loft at City Winery, okay, in 2019 mm-hmm. at some point, and she shared her grief story, <gasps> and I need you to all listen oh. to this, because this is exactly what happened in all the different versions, yeah. okay? This was happening on Over the Rainbow, but she's so hilarious in describing this, and I'm so appreciative of her humor on it, because... M, I could never do what these girls did on these shows. I would yeah. fall apart. This was I'm too sensitive to stuff mm-hmm. like this that I would never survive. So bless you. Kate Rockwell. Let's listen to her experience. Oh With Grease, you're the one that I want. Cheating in her own show. I actually did perform this song um, publicly before this next one. Um, and it was relatively public of a performance in front of me. 
live studio audience and a few million people nationwide on NBC's hit spectacular Grease. You're the one that I want. <laughs> It was an American Idol-style live-singing competition looking to find the Sandy and Danny for the 2007 revival of Greece. I was not the one that they wanted. And I had to sing myself off the show get it, get in a bizarrely dramatic rendition of Goodbye to Sandra D, where all of the people who weren't kicked off stood around me and sang, Sandra, you must start anew. You must go, you must do giant staircase that led to nowhere and saying, and I take a deep breath and cry, and then all the people who didn't get kicked off waved and saying goodbye to Sandra. And I climbed the stairs and my soul exited my body. That is why This is what I'm saying. This is that all wackadoo. The fact that she I'm had so to have people sing that. at her. And that's what was happening. Okay, listen, I watched... Okay, y'all. I was like, there's no way I'm going to watch all of these Over she the Rainbows did. by the time we get here. But I watched A majority. Not majority. No, I watched like the starters. <laughs> and they're long. They're and each like an hour long. At the Dorothy Farm... Which we'll talk about Dorothy. the Dorothy Farm. <laughs> Dorothy they Farm. do a big cut there. That's where they go from like fifty to twenty yes, girls. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. and they're all standing there crying and oh, singing so... as Charlotte Church touches their shoulder to be like, "Sorry, it is so hard." So you are like fearing that touch of death of Charlotte Church coming to your shoulder oh. as you are sobbing and through that's some how song. They know that they're cut, and then they were cut, oh. and then whoever did not get touched by the kiss of death of Charlotte the Church. Kiss of death. They stayed. I mean, I, I remember this Grease show so vividly because I think I, I had a party. The majority of it. <laughs> I had a party. I had a party. I had, it was my freshman year of college. Oh, I had. I think I was obsessed with this. I, I dressed in a poodle skirt. I had, oh I had God. all my college they friends come us. over. We they made, knew. we made like, I think we made some food that was like on brand. Like, of, like a Grease inspired. We, we didn't like it. Like, I remember we watched the first one and we did not follow through with watching it in college. No. I it didn't was, finish it. It was cringy. I, think I watched the final episode when Laura won, but it was Laura too though much. is huge. Laura's a star. She and is Kate huge. Rockwell is huge. And, like, and yeah. we should presence like they all have Oz connections too. Laura know, was wild? the Broadway um, photography project that our friend Curtis Brown did. Curtis. She was the, she was the Dorothy for that. Yeah. So she had all yeah Oz she fans. has that That's Oz connection, weird. which is pretty interesting. I love that. Also, some controversial COVID. She does have some happening vaccine at, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that is yes, all yes, interesting. Yes. But you know what? Yes. She's um, living her She's hallmark. She's still living her hallmark <laughs> dreams. Which is so funny. How, how did I describe this world? Hall 
Mark, baby. It's like... So maybe that's what you have to be because... It's like Hallmark American Idol <laughs> trying to be the Olympics at its worst. Like, so it's just... So, my quick Glee project. Yeah, story, oh yeah. Since we're here. Put it, put it in. Since we're here. So, Come on, 2010. So, Robert Ulrich, who casts, <laughs> who casted Glee, is, like, really good friends with um, the founder <laughs> of Yes Company, <laughs> where I grew yes, up performing. yeah, yeah. And so, a lot of, like... I think I think it was just like putting the word out there. He had seen me in some Yes Company stuff. Like it all just sort of converged to where I think I made a video. Like they had these open applications where you just make a video online. And then I was like called back to the top 80 or something crazy to Los Angeles. I mean, that's huge. It's in out January of thousands. It's always of out of thousands. 2011. Um, so it was, like, right in the middle of my freshman year of college. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to book Glee and, like, not go back to college. Peace college. <laughs> I was kind of like, this is going to happen for me. I had, like, huge bangs at the time. Um, and it was really a fun experience. It was I was only there for, like, two days. I ended up – I did not make it past the first cut. But I met some really cool people. Alex Newell was literally in my group. You basically had an interview one-on-one with someone, like a producer, and that was the worst part because tell, literally... Tell the people what they asked. Yeah, tell the people what they asked. I'm ask. not lying to you. I was a little 18-year-old baby, so naive. This this producer looks at me and says, so what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your life? And I was like, I'm a privileged, like, <laughs> white girl. Like, I don't know. Like, nothing has happened. Like, I don't think I had any sort of answer. Like, I had food poisoning once. <laughs> Literally. Was... What am I supposed to say? So I did not, you know, I don't think I had any, like, thing, quote unquote, interesting for this reality show to, like, capitalize on. Um, and then there was, like, a dance workshop. I don't even remember. There was, then you and two other people were in a group, and you had to go onto the stage where they actually filmed it's very much the same at the high school. This, yeah. And sing, they gave you, like, a list of songs. I think I sang Don't Rain on My Parade, and, like, Forget You by CeeLo Green. Oh, that so was, they like, made, a big Okay, so they song. were, like, here's your choices. Yeah, here are your choices. So you, t- you don't even really get to choose. You no. have to choose from. You choose from. Okay. But the pianist from Glee was there, which was fun, and he's your accompanist. That was really cool. But I remember Alex Newell saying, don't write on my parade, like, in front of me when I was there. And I was just like, I don't think I'm progressing in this. Um, But a lot of people that I met from that have gone on to have, like, crazy cool careers. It's really cool to look back and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This this was a lot of really cool people. Like, Lindsay Pierce, who is Elphaba, um, was also there. There were, like, also two different groups. Like, you didn't meet everyone who was there. And then they did this huge elimination in the auditorium in front of everyone. Speaking of Wicked, Brittany Johnson officially Brittany Johnson. taking over for the role of Glinda Woo! come February. First, first black First official Glinda principal officially. black Glinda. Yes. I mean, it's about time. Huge news. Anyways. About And I guess she'll be with Lindsay. Because Lindsay's yes. coming back. I think she's back. I think this month. I think she's back sometime this month. Yeah. Lindsay had an injury. She was yeah. the comeback um, out of quarantine, out of COVID. Yes. Alphabet, but she got injured pretty early yeah. in that run, which is so sad, but she's coming back. She'll be back. Soon, if yep. not now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, that's so exciting. That is very I'm, exciting. I'm here for it. Wow. So yeah, going off of what you said, I was so devastated at the time, but then looking back at my the season. My soul left my body. My soul left my body. I would have been mortified. I don't think I would have done well, because I, I was I so be this. There's no naive. Way. I was 18. No I, way. I, uh, 
ah, I would not have done well. This isn't it for me. I would have cracked. No. <laughs> I'm too sensitive Everyone's, as well. I am so impressed with how good everyone sounds on these competitions because right? I would have been so in my head about my voice. My voice would be shaky. I would be shaky. Yeah. Like even I went and had an audition yesterday, and I ha- I'm getting over like a little like a little head cold of some yeah. kind. Um, and just like because I have the head cold, I'm in my I'm the head cold has made me be in my head about my voice. <laughs> and just like there's like a little extra like ooh like the ground yeah, has like, been mm, slightly taken shaky. out. Yeah, it's like the ground beneath my voice has kind of shifted a little. Right. Just adding a little bit of a quiver to it that just makes me you know like I'm a little on guard about it. For sure. I can't I even imagine that. being on the show where you know this is going to go on YouTube immediately. I you know, know that's people the thing. are going to comment. And, like, you just can't think about that. Like You have to just be in the moment. You just have to, like, that. none of that matters also because it's, like, come back to Brene Brown wisdom. Like, they're not in the arena with you. They're so not there. Well, that's Their what, comments like, don't really matter. But it's still, like, I would, I think what I would be the most afraid of is just, like, not knowing what to focus on because there's, I get so overstimulated, so. Oh, and this is, like, yeah, circus. Yeah, it, it's a circus. Well, my question for you is... Do you... It's hard coming from... Well, yeah. coming from a musical theater performer, mm-hmm. do you think these are a good idea? Because this Ugh, is no. really... It's like auditioning is hard enough. It's public auditioning. And now this is almost... Yeah. And I'll say we're a little biased because it's more sensitive to us. But it's almost like, oh, this is... This isn't right. I think what would be this more feels fun too on display. Yeah, I would think what would be more fun is like rehearsal process shows. That would be fun. Why I do we be... need to make it a literal competition? It yeah, already is. it already is, and like we need to focus. I think on the collaborative, communal atmospheres that can happen behind the scenes, and how to be good to one another in a competitive environment. Right. I will say, like watching the Over the Rainbow. Watching Danielle Hope win and that sweet runner-up, I was like, she is doing such Sophie. a good job, Sophie, yeah. in this moment. They were of being so like, poised. She was so poised. Yeah. But that is such a hard mask to put on. This is like a lesson I teach my chess kids. Yeah. Is like how to be a good loser, honestly. It's like a big lesson, which you know what? There's no it's problem hard. in that. So, I mean, it is, it is a, there's going to be, the thing is, there's more girls who were rejected in this competition than then who succeeded. Who so there's right. going to be more I mean, of a sisterhood. Rockwell, like, they don't want yeah. me. And it's yeah. like, she's originated she's, many roles. Yeah, she's doing know? fine. We don't need to worry about Kate Rockwell. But. Also has a nice little standout in Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, yes! Oh my so, gosh! She, like, yeah, I, I think... I thought you were going to ask me, <laughs> would you do this for any role? Oh, let's do that. Would you? <sighs> I think if it was like about. something, anything with Carol Burnett originating, I would be there because I yeah. know that's where I, I thrive. <laughs> like I thrive in comedic settings or like you know musical theater comedic roles. I would be able to trust myself in that. Yeah, but like for something like Alphaba, for something like <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, for something that's just like oh god, there's can so many. You imagine? There's so many. Um, there's so there's so many stakes in this. I know I would crack because that's high. just who I. And my, I would probably lose my voice. My I would, voice would be like, ah, I we're would, done. <laughs> I'm an anxiety-ridden human being. Like, I would definitely uh, struggle with these, with this. Yeah. And I probably also would be, like, nervous to trust people. Like, I would just be so... It would not... This experience would oh, yeah. not be for me. That's but if it was another thing is a trusting. Once Upon a Mattress revival, right, sign me up. stakes are a little lower. Yeah, like, I could sing Shy in my sleep. Like, I've, fine. I feel like I've just auditioned for so many of these things like The Voice, American Idol, like all of these And you things. get the annoying comments of like you should be on The Voice and you're oh, like Oh uh. my gosh. I've gotten called back for The Voice which is cool. I've never really like made it though 
I've never progressed far enough that it's like I was almost there. It's always like, oh, there was some, there was a bite, top right. eighty, you know, which yeah. is cool. I'm grateful for that. But the like the voice is maybe the only show that I'm like, ooh, I could have fun with that because it's a little more unique. Like you get to bring I like the who voice. you are. I like the voice. It's where the, the competition most. is it's it's the less is competitive fun. in a way, you know? Yeah, the voice is fun and also like I can't name a single winner from no, the voice. No. I and I'm like, that'd be great. I don't need to be I think it's more for the know, experience. I had a friend who, <laughs> who just did the voice. Yeah. And she, I think, was, like, somewhere in the middle. She was yeah. taken off. Yeah. Um, but she had an amazing time. I don't think she was, I mean, like, upset in any way. who don't win. Like, they don't do this drama of you getting cut off. No. That's what it is. Oh, my God. This is, they, like, what this they put you through. You have to, like, stand there and be sung to, like Kate Rockwell <laughs> said. I'm like, this is awful. <gasps> that, to me, it just makes it a little more of a circus. And it's like, this is also a job and a livelihood. Okay. And, Coming back to yeah, this, just to back. keep us going. Bring okay, us so let me just mention this. This yeah. is where it all began, okay? The lead role of Maria Von Trapp in the new West End production of The Sound of Music to be staged by Andrew Lloyd Webber and David Ian was to be played by American actress Scarlett Johansson. What? Negotiations fell through, and after a four-year search for an actress to fill the role, it was four revealed... Years? <laughs> couldn't find anyone, There's I guess. no one. It was revealed because Andrew Lloyd Webber in an audition room is intimidating. So who's going to do well in that four audition room? Years. It was revealed in November 2005 that Lloyd Webber had approached the BBC to allow the public to cast the role through a pop star-style talent search, which I think is their American Idol, the first time that such a format had been used. This was the first program to allow the public to cast a leading role in a West End show, and it initially was criticized. Kevin Spacey was one of the most outspoken against it. Um, wow. Which okay. is interesting because he was like, what is this going to, it's going to like make the West End all about musicals and like what about the plays and like the real acting <laughs> and like Kevin Spacey sit down however it won international I mean that's not the reason to criticize it No. (laughs) however it won international Emmy and Royal Television Society Awards and became the first of a series of collaborations between the BBC and Lloyd Webber so then after this would follow any dream will do the search for Joseph (laughs) in the amazing technical dream coat I'd do anything where if you were in the top three Nancy's, you would receive a one-on-one with Liza Manel. Are you serious? I've watched it. I've cried while watching Are it. Are you serious? That is probably the best with thing. Liza? Yeah. And oh Over the Rainbow would be the last gosh. one. And then the series also led to versions in similar series abroad. A Canadian version of this television show would right. happen as yes. well. We'll yes. talk about that. Yes. But Rachel it's crazy. Tucker. Like, Connie Fisher. Yeah, Rachel Tucker's oh, wow. in this Samantha mess. Barks. Samantha Barks was a runners-up for <laughs> Nancy and I Do Anything. But, okay, Connie Fisher, who won yeah. the um, Sound of Music one, yeah. she even has, like, her own documentary after wow. her voice surgery saying, oh, wow. oh, Connie Fisher, I'll sing once more. Like, this is, like, they're becoming, like, reality TV wow. fixtures, which is crazy. Um, also, I believe, they. I don't think it was an Andrew Lloyd Webber reality TV program, but they would do Grease is the Word after us, but I don't think Andrew had anything to do with that. Israel also picked up on this, too, in 2008 wow. and did their own Grease version. Um, wow. Sir Cameron McIntosh, which, hmm, I don't like talking about him anymore for lots of reasons. Yeah. Um, he jumped on, too, for the Nancy I Do Anything, and that also searched for the Olivers, too. So they were, were doing a, two, a simultaneous search in that. And just to presence why I don't like <laughs> Sir Cameron yeah. McIntosh these days. Back in August 2021, so this year, um, 
Sir Cameron McIntosh said in an interview that transgender casting would damage the integrity of classic oh, shows, calling it gimmick casting. Um, it would damage the integrity of the original storylines. I mean, just That's on disgusting. Team J.K. Rowling, I guess, with all of this BS. But he would take back his comments, but he's still like... It, he doubled down and took them back. It was b- bizarre, mostly because of Alexandra Billings, who was playing Madame Morrible in Wicked, in Wicked who mm-hmm. is a trans actress. Yes. She basically just said, I am not a gimmick, like in a yeah. beautifully a eloquent, worded. long social media response post. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to presence that about Sir Cameron McIntosh, yeah. and I'm honestly, not like, I fan. wouldn't be shocked if, like, Lloyd Webber has said anything, like, in this realm, just because it feels like... I don't know. There's something, like, stuffy in all of this. Like, I don't know. Stuffy and this is how it should this be. Is, this is the right way Yeah, to like, do I don't things, know. Quote, unquote. Yeah. It just, this is the crowd that yeah. is a part of this Lloyd Webber atmosphere. So just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Also, just noting the winner of the I Do Anything 2008, um, she would also be the first female winner prior to that of The Biggest Loser on the British television the, the British television Biggest Loser in 2006. Mm. So she won two reality TV show competitions. I mean... What is this life? I don't understand. This is the mess. So <laughs> here we are. Let's oh talk about gosh. this Over the Rainbow. Yeah. <sighs> show. show. I don't know. Like, how do we... How does one even okay. get into this? Well, as you mentioned... Do you watch the um, the opening credits? Love those like girls credits. fighting over ruby slippers. <laughs> I want to like murder someone. Oh my god! So it is the it's hosted by Graham Norton. Yeah, mm-hmm. who is also British and like had his own comedy chat show. He's like Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, energy. he's the right. He, yeah. they kind of look alike. Yeah, and then it's the judges are ALW, Charlotte Church, John Partridge, and Sheila Hancock. Um, Sheila was. Sheila! She was Mother Superior and Sister Act. That's, like, where she was yes, coming she off was. of. Oh, my gosh, Oh, also, right. just a presence, like, what was happening on Broadway at that time was Book of Mormon, Sister yeah. Act. So this that is, like, right. this is the time of yes, when those big, shows big, were, big. like, new. Okay? Yeah. Just to put that out there, too. That's and important. I don't think we've mentioned this. There was simultaneously, as far as I'm understanding, in this show, they were also looking for a Toto? Yeah. They, like, <laughs> were, like, mentioned, like, we're looking for a Toto. But they were only, like... <laughs> Also, oh, there are only like four totos. The Canadian one apparently did the same thing, cast a toto, and then didn't use that toto. I was like, did that toto die? That is so shady. I don't know what happened. There's no note to like what happened. So but like okay, the Phantom right. Organ every single time that Andrew Lloyd Webber enters and like come on in his there's like so much it, there's music. so much Phantom Organ entrance. Yeah. He has a throne that he sits on he anytime throne. he is mm-hmm. present. This is true. It goes from these like mass auditions that tour England. Yes. To a Dorothy no to London yes. to a Dorothy farm. Dorothy farm. <laughs> like that's this a, like is a, a real place. Camp. This is a real place. Uh huh. And then it comes to the studio. That yeah, that gets it down to twenty. And then we're in the studio, and then we're into the show where there's, you are either safe that week from your performance, Mm -hmm. or you are in the bottom two, and then you kind of you have to lip sync for your life, but not lip sync for your life. You have to you have to sing a song for your life, and then people telephone in and vote. No, that's happened already. That already happened. So if you're in the bottom two, Andrew Lloyd Webber now picks you. He picks you. Yeah. So the public decides the bottom two. Yeah, the public. I decides. love at the end of the episodes. It's like, here's the number. Make sure you check with like your telephone. It's also company. like, don't call right now. Yeah, it's I really, was like, whack. It's honestly, <laughs> it's like, whack. It's like the warnings of drug 
company commercials where it's like, also, be careful of this, 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 this. It's very complicated. Right. And so then Weber, yes, you're right, he decides who moves on. And then we have the the sing-off where they sing, we thank you very sweetly for booting her completely. They say you've booted her. Oh and then gosh. she rides off on this like beautiful crescent moon. At least she rides off on a moon over the rainbow while having to sing over the rainbow. And everyone's crying because they're like, "That's our friend," and we're sad to see her leave. And that could be me next week. And that could be me. <laughs> oh, we forgot the most important part: the one of the Dorothy who didn't get eliminated takes her shoes. Takes. Her... <laughs> I was. I was it's, laughing. It's so appalling. Hard. She it's takes, appalling. She takes the the Dorothy who was eliminated. She takes her silver shoes, walks them over to Android Weber, and places them on his lap. And I love that silver. Like, it's not Ruby yet. It's like and he has like shoes. Ruby slippers next to him. Oh yeah, they sit in a yeah. in a in like, like a Beauty a gla- and the Beast. Yeah, it's like yes, yeah, it's, it's like a glass case. <laughs> and then she rides off without her shoes. Now she's barefoot. She's barefoot, just like she is at the end of the book. Just a little bomb book connection for you in this moment. Like, when they were coming up with this idea. But why the Party City A to Annie ice capade costumes in different colors of Dorothy's gingham? It's a little... Because didn't they go by colors? They're like, you're green, Dorothy. So Danielle, who won, was red. Yeah. Which seems a little rigged, right? Red? Come on. Also, okay. (laughs) The songs that they made these girls do to play Dorothy. I'm like, why are they like... Literally all that jazz. Why are why are we sexual vixens, Dorothy's? I'm just confused. Like she has to have sass. She has to be fire. I was like, uh huh, uh huh. Uh-huh. But they're like, pop but we're songs. we're gonna figure this out through Big Spender. There's a Rihanna song. We're gonna figure this out. <laughs> I'm just really, I'm shook. Mel C comes in. Mel C comes in. Carrie Ellis. Another Carrie Ellis. Yes. It's just. I mean, so these girls get to work with like. Awesome folks, incredible I think, people. I think Menzel even came in for oh my one gosh. of them. She did. Uh, she wow. helped. I think Stop. she helped Samantha Barks with Defying Gravity and I Do Anything. Oh my gosh! So this is a whole world. But my all friends. these songs. But wait, wait, hold why? on. Em and I looked at each other. We we're like, should we have done a whole season? Yeah, I think so. This. this might have to come back. Like, if we ever run out of things to talk about, this is it. Because like a live commentary on this on is this. actually legit. I would like, actually lovely. If, yeah, because it also is like it now is a time capsule. We don't do this. No. Like these reality TV this shows have kind of faded. I same way. think we also see how um, traumatizing they can be. Even if you're able to be Kate Rockwell and joke about it later, she's still she's joking a about great sense of humor. Yeah, she's like, a great not sense of humor. Can can you like what if not I, everyone can do that? Not know. everyone can compartmentalize that. They can take it as like yeah. I'm the worst. They can translate this to I failed. When and in actuality, it's like amazing that? that you were in the top whatever of this like that's oh, yeah. amazing it's a but, huge feat to just be on that but stage but also is it because it's like it's being chose by people who i don't like some of the commentary i was listening to them say i'm just like confused it's just people's tastes and it's so <laughs> limiting it's like there was one blonde girl who maybe was a little bit older and by older i mean like oh, don't 22 even get, don't even get into the people of and, color how and, they just dismissed oh, oh, they all dismissed, of them yeah. it's just like oh it's literally like if you are white and brunette you can be this but even to the blonde girl andrew Lloyd weber was like you're more of like a, a contemporary look, just because she's, she's blonde, blonde. I'm like, I don't understand. Are they called the blonde girl glamour Dorothy? Blonde girl glamour Dorothy. That's what they were calling her. Yeah, I'm sorry we don't know any of these gals' names. It's this a is lot still a very fresh for in. us. But can I read you some of the YouTube comments? 
On what? Like, what video was this? <laughs> oh, also, friends, I think we had someone <laughs> in our DMs being like, how can you watch this? The yeah, whole too. entire BBC... Entire thing. Season? I'll link, I'll link the first episode. In the show notes. take it away. Yeah, take it away. You could watch this whole entire thing. You cannot watch the Canadian. No. I've ha- I cannot find the Canadian. You could just find clips, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But here's just a few highlights. I'm so glad he posted this. I honestly thought it was a fever dream. I had it. <laughs> <laughs> I, can I wait? Can I pause for a second? <laughs> yes. I feel like I had a fever dream of a reality TV show that no one. I bring it up all the time, and everyone's like, "What are you talking about? Wait, which one? Murder in Small Town X." I've never heard of it. I, listeners, dream? I need you to DM me immediately. I bet it exists because, because you're not alone. It, it feels like a fever dream. I bring it up, and here's what's crazy. This is a little sad, but I'm going to share it anyways. So, Murder in Small Town X was a murder. <laughs> you got you got murdered off. What? Like, they what didn't kill mean? you, kill you. Okay, but they, like, I was like, It wait. was like Blair Witchy at the end. Like, two people went on separate missions, like, in the bottom two, and one didn't come back. That's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> but it is a small-town murder that this group of people are trying to crack. Okay. And it's all actors cast in this town. It was amazing, Em. It was on in 2001. The man who won it passed away, <gasps> actually, a week really? later, a week? in September 11th. He was a firefighter. He passed away oh, a week to the show being God. over. In September 11th as a firefighter. Okay, that's weird. I've tried that's to so find sad. Murder in Small Town X. It, I, I've looked, I found like trailers of it again, but I cannot find the whole thing to rewatch. And I would I've never heard gladly of gladly rewatch it. Okay, we're going to find y'all. I've okay, someone anyways, there I just had to present that because it is true. It's like, I bring it up so many times and people are like, it's never like, heard of it. Is this a collective like, misremembering? I was obsessed with Murder in Small Town X. I was like laughing 14. so hard that it's... I have coffee all over oh, my I shirt. Oh, sp- I've spilled coffee spilled several coffee times in this That moment. is a okay. wild story. Sorry to interrupt, but just no. had to. Well, you're not alone because someone else said, I came here because of a TikTok I saw about this, and it unlocked a memory. TikTok is good for unlocking memories. Exactly. Perfect. Aurora, auditioning for this changed my life. I was studying for musical theater, and the casting director told me to go for opera instead. Well, I had to work. Okay. What? OMG, I knew this existed. I remember seeing this on TV, but I was wondering if it was real. I love oh that this is verifying God. a lot of people. No, literally. Like, OG, his lordship. His lordship. People are calling him his lordship. Wow, thank you for bringing this back. I'm such a major Oz fan that I kind of have high expectations. I mean... It goes wow. on and on. It goes on forever. So My but childhood in one video. A lot of people were like, oh, wow, I did not know this existed. Or I forgot that this existed. To go back into it, Danielle Hope, who would win yes. this competition, she was very consistent throughout. She was really great. I've watched pretty much all of her auditions. I mean... She has a great voice. She's got a great voice. She's very grounded. Like, she uh-huh. just... like She doesn't look like anything phases her. Yeah. She's pretty chill. She's really, really chill. And she's, like, 17? 17 when oh, the start when it of it started. happened. I think she took the role on at 18. Wow. That's so wild. So wild. And she, yeah, she just has a nice, like, cool, calm, Demeanor. collected energy Which is about kind of her, what you have to do for these things. what you need for this. You gotta be chill. And Andrew Lloyd Webber always loved her. Like, he was always, like, rooting for her. There was one week I watched where he didn't notice her, and I was like, interesting. And she made the bottom two, I think, She once. did at one point, and he saved once, her, Once, and he right? saved her. Yeah. yeah. So the one that stood out, <sighs> though, is, like, why are we doing a full-out production number with men, like, dancing... With the star style oh to gosh. Mambo Italiano Mambo for Dorothy. Italiano. I'm just confused. Like I almost feel like we're making all of this up, and the listeners who don't know what this is are probably like, "What? Are other, they talking what about? were some of her other songs that oh she sang?" Gosh. Let's just focus okay. on Sweet Danielle, and we can talk a little bit about her before we get into 
us trying to piece together this musical. Okay. But oh, also Daniel Merriweather. There was a sweet charity um, yeah, revival sweet, happening yes. at the time, so so many right. girls sang "If You Could See Me Now." That was like a big song. Yep. Oh, the audition songs like "Red Velvet." I think yes. she sang. Yep. She sang "Astonishing." Just a, just a little girl, which I don't know what that is. Could it be Magic that was by her, Barry Manilow? That was her song. That just was a little her song. girl. Just was the one girl. that they were like, "You are fierce." Okay, they were Maybe obsessed this with her time on that. from Cabaret. They did an Oklahoma moment. Cry Me a River by Julie London. They loved that. I watched her feedback on Mom that. <laughs> oh, and the popular, she did a popular. Um, she did popular. She did duet. On My Own, which she later would go on to play uh, Eponine. She is West a End. working West End actress. Just yeah. to give you a little bit of what she's done after this. So she <gasps> did the role for a year, correct? Yeah. She also did When You Believe from The Prince of Egypt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Reflection. Yeah, she did the she did the role for a year, and then Eva Noblezada took over. Oh, she didn't do Reflection. I'm sorry. Reflection was another song. Sophie they were making, Evans, the runner-up. They were making them all sing Reflection, though, at moments. Okay. I was like, okay. All right. Sure, sure, sure. She did 76 <laughs> trombones. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Was Full that the final number. one? Not, not final, final. Oh, my gosh. And then it ended with Over the Rainbow at the, you know, the very end. Yeah. She, I was looking, she has her own, um album out from Ooh. her 54 below live yes yeah, she did live concert. she had a whole 54 below yes show. um so she played she played dorothy at the london palladium from 2011 to 2012 then for a year she was eponine at the queen's theater on the west end in les mis she was snow white at the birmingham hippodrome the the next year literally the next yeah. year she did the uk tour of kathy in the last five years that same year, she was the narrator in the UK yeah, tour. Yeah, she just was like boom, boom. Sound of boom. Music, Les Mis, Grease. She was Sandy, Rock of Ages, uh, and then her latest credit that I see is Betty in White Christmas at the Dominion Theater in 2019. Yes, so she hasn't come across the pond to us yet. Right, but she's been working. She's been yeah for a full she decade. Has and worked. She's probably what like only 27, 28, yeah. <laughs> 29 maybe. Yeah, she's nearing 30. Yeah, yeah. so funny. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, go her. Like, she crushed it. And she did come across for the 54 Below. So that's, like, the yeah. thing that she did do here. I but nothing, she, like, yeah. if she had if a she Broadway debut, here. that'd be really fun. Like, Samantha Barks with Pretty Woman. Love her. Love her. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think we mentioned in the London version, Michael Crawford. Good old oh, yeah. Michael Crawford was the, he wizard, was the wizard who is our, our phantom. The original so phantom of the opera. One more little crossover for you. On May 17, 1900, the very first copies of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum were printed. Deemed one of America's first original fairy tales, the book has been adapted several times on the stage and screen. In the 120 years since the book was first published, 39 more official sequels were written, and The Land of Oz became the center of many films, scripts, and short stories, in and out of the canon. Join me, Justin Peavy, as I explore this iconic franchise, reading every book, taking a deep dive into some of the lesser-known installments, and comparing adaptations to their respective source material. The wonderful recap of Oz is now streaming on all major podcast platforms. For more info, you can follow me on social media at Oz Recap. Thank you so much for listening to Down the Yellow Brick Pod. If you are feeling frisky with your fingertips, scroll on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a glowing rate and review. 
Each person who leaves us a review will be entered to win our end-of-the-season Oz giveaways, including a gift basket of musical adaptation goods, which, trust me, you aren't going to want to miss. All previous reviews will also be considered in our entries. We see you. Until next time, catch us at Down the Yellow Brick Pod in our Technicolor scrapbook on IG and partying on our Patreon. Gratitude to our patrons of present and future for making more magic possible. Let's escape to Oz soon, okay? TTYL!